Blog Talk Radio. wherever you happen to be, and welcome to the Magic of Life Radio. I'm your host, and I am the creator and co-founder of the themagicoflifecoach.com. And you can go there for, for quite a few things. Um, I am a life coach, an intuitive life coach, and I am an intuitive and a psychic, and I do readings, and I do longer-term life coaching to help people, and also um, I do workshops and things like that if you haven't listened to the show before. And if you're interested in any of that, just check out my, my page. And I wanted to tell you all that yesterday, we had a um, reading show yesterday, and um, I think that um, there, was, there was a caller that we talked about breathing into her heart. And I sort of skimmed over the chakra system, and I've done a show about the chakra system before, and I think that it's really an amazingly powerful tool to connect you with your spirit. It's almost beyond words how, um, how many things, when you know the chakra system, when you use the chakra system, it can really be helpful with your spiritual life, with your physical life, emotional life, many things. And so... After that, sh- uh, the show yesterday, I, I was like, hmm, you know, I want to make sure that people have, you know, at least uh, a baseline understanding of, of what the chakra system is so that they can, so that you can um, at least start using it on your own and, and checking it out. So what I did was I, um, I created a page on my website. So if you go to the website, it's at the bottom of the toolbar, and it'll say, um, chakra system. If you go on there to put a brief description of what it is, and also there's a chart that I found that I think seems perfect. It's pretty straightforward, and um, if you have any questions about that, you're always, or about anything, you know, you're always free to to call me, um, well, actually to email me first, and then we can call or talk um, about any of the magical tools that I have on the site. So I don't always do that, which would be great. And, you know, I'm on Facebook, um, the Magic of Life Coach um, Spirit School. You can get there through all, all this through my website. Um, and I think that's about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, today I'm doing two, two shows because next week, next Monday, I won't be doing a show. And I wanted to do some kind of a show uh, a kickoff of the new year because the new year is a big deal, you know, you know, spiritually, intellectually, and mentally, it is really a, a new, a big deal. So I wanted to find someone that could help me to impart some really practical and empowering tools to us that we can start to use for the new year. 
and when I started thinking of that, I was like, hmm. One of my very first um, coaching teachers um, is named Pam X. Thomas, and she's just an amazing spirit and a great soul, and I thought she would be great to have on. So, um, so I'm going to invite Pam on now, and we're going to talk a little bit. Pam, are you there? I am, Max. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm so excited. How are you doing? Well, you. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm feeling awesome today. I'm feeling awesome today. So good, everything good. is good. There's a couple of, I have to say, I feel awesome even though I have a little bit of mercury, mercury retrograde stuff happening for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think a lot of us are suffering from from good old Mercury retrograde right now. <laughs> and it's interesting because you know a lot of times I don't, you know, Mercury retrograde comes and goes, and I seem to fly through it. And boy, there's been a lot of um, for me technical issues, but I'm getting through it, and it's all going okay. <laughs> good, good. And how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing actually really well. Uh, you know, the new year started out with a bit of a bang and. <laughs> In a literal sense, but you know, all's good. From chaos comes comes good, comes opportunities for growth and learning. So I love that. I love that. And, you know, just just so that you callers know, you know, I I had set up the page and I had sort of set up the intro that start your new year with a bang, and um, not knowing that when when Pam and I talked last night to prep for the show, she told me a little story about what happened to her, speaking of bang, which I think is a great sort of intro into starting the new year. You want to tell a little bit about that, Pam? Oh, sure. I'd be happy to. Uh, Let's see. Uh, It was January 5th, to be exact, and I was taking my son to school at 6.30 in the morning because he has to be at school early for band, and we were involved in a head-on collision. Uh, A young lady turned in front of us, and if you saw the car, there is no front end. And I have to say, in the light of day, in reality, uh, when I was able to look at the car outside of the accident, it really made me realize how important each and every present moment is and how sweating the small stuff just detracts from that present moment. So uh, I have a new perspective for the new year, and that is perfecting the present moment and being very grateful for everything Mm. that I have in that present moment. Yeah, That's so it was it was quite it was quite interesting that you said start the the new year off with a bang. I don't think you meant for me to do that literally. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in in all fairness, I think I wrote that after your your thing. I think so. so it I wasn't think like so. I was putting that out to the universe. <laughs> no, 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 dear. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But it was fitting. It was very fitting. Very fitting. <laughs> Good, good. And I'm glad, you know, I'm, I'm just glad that you and your son are okay and that he just had a couple of scrapes, right? Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah, we walked away bruised, banged up a little bit, but here and, and alive and well to talk about it. So that's a good thing. <laughs> good. Awesome. So being present in the, in, in the moment really mm-hmm. is, a big, is a big thing. So, um, so what, um, in, in starting the new year, I was, you know, I've been thinking about, you know, writing something or doing something, and, you know, I've talked to a few of my, a couple of my clients and a couple of readings that I've done lately of um, people about more focus on what we're going to be instead of what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Pam? Well, you know, I think being, in, in many respects, how we want to show up in the world and who we want to be. Um, is important, and I think there are some key elements to making sure that we show up in the best possible way. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll often ask my clients, how do you want to show up in the world? And the New Year is a great time to determine how you want to show up. 
Um, and it's a great time to determine what your theme is going to be in terms of showing up. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, I came up with my theme for 2010, and it's a new theme. It's one that's going to require me to step outside my box a little, um, and so I encourage people to do the very same. Uh, my theme for this year is heads are going to spin in 2010. Um, because I'm <laughs> because I'm committed to giving back in a major way, but in order to do that, I realized that I needed to be in a different way. I needed mm. to move from that perfectionista that I have a tendency to be to more of a divanista um, <laughs> by breathing in trust and removing all self-doubt and self-sabotage. So, wow. Yeah. That's great. So, so you would suggest people sort of do a theme instead of, I mean, I don't know, how do you feel about um, resolutions? Resolutions are wonderful for folks that like resolutions. I have to tell you, Max, I'm going to be honest with you, I am not a resolution maker, nor am I a goal setter. Um, mm. I'm more of an organic grower. <laughs> and what that means is I get really, really clear on what I want in my life and what I want to be surrounded by. And I create that very clear vision, whether that's either through my writing or through a vision board. But then I let it go. And I just, and that's where the present, it comes into play. Um, because then I just pay attention to what's, what the universe is telling me in terms of actions to take. Um, the reason I don't set goals is because, or resolutions, because they become a to-do list and then they become no fun for me. And I'm less likely to... Um, to implement them. That's not to say Either. people who like that structure it does that mm. that it doesn't work well for them. It, it I'm sure it does, but for me it doesn't. Yeah, I I actually you know I think you and I are very similar, Pam, and I mm -hmm. I for me very very much the same way because then and I find with a lot of people that I work with when when anything becomes a resolution starts to become a should. Mhm. Mm mhm. And when things start to become a should, our natural um, most of us, our natural instinct is to push against it. Yes. Or Instead to continue shitting all over ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, if you can take, change a should to a want, then it's, you know, it's much and much better. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> much better. Definitely. So, so creating a theme for yourself. So, so you talked a little bit about how you, what, why you created that theme and how you created that theme. Can you give um, the people that are listening um, some pointers on, on what they could do to create a new theme for their new year? Oh, absolutely. You know, for those of us who, who should all over ourselves, and we all do it, um, it, it's sometimes really easy to start from that place of the things that we don't want in our lives. And so if, if developing a theme is something that anyone struggles with, I encourage them to do a little exercise. And this is not mine. I don't actually remember where I stole it from, but it's a good one. Um, to take a piece of paper out and put a line down the middle of it. And on the left-hand side, write things that you don't want in your life for the year 2010. Mm -hmm. And just purge everything that you don't want. And then on the right-hand side, after you're done purging, on the right-hand side, write write down at the top of the piece of paper things you, things I do want in 2010. And then take a look at the, the left side and write down the exact opposite of what you wrote on the left side on the right-hand side. So, for example, I mean, I don't want to be a perfectionista, so what does that mean? Well, that means letting go of the need to be perfect and being yeah. more of a divanista <laughs> instead of a perfectionista. So that's Make how up your own, your own word. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's one way. Um, the other thing is, too, you know, think about the things that really ignite a fire for you. What gets you excited? What gets you wanting to get out of bed every day? Well, maybe that can be a part of your theme. Yeah, yeah. I Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that that, that is really good to really, you know, a lot of us live in our heads so much that, that getting it all out on the paper really does help a lot. It just makes it clear. It makes it a little, especially if you're sort of, I mean, like a lot of people, perfectionists, you know, it's good to get all those thoughts. Of, a lot of times all those thoughts, for, for me and a lot of people that I know, it melds into one like, oh, I just sort of don't want this clump of stuff. And when you see it written out like you've just really well um, mapped out, you can say, oh, okay, that's exactly what I don't want. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I don't want. Mm-hmm. And then looking at the opposite, and that creates a different vibration. Would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I do think it creates a different vibration. And I do think, you know, anything, to, to bear in mind, ask, keep asking yourself, is this something that I really want? as opposed to is it a should, because nine times out of ten, if it's a should, it's something that somebody else imparted on you or delivered to you and said, here, you should be doing this. And we don't get really excited about the things that are shoulds. No, we don't. We don't. And, you know, it's a shame, too, is that a lot of times those um, shoulds started out as wants, but through time, they are ego has made them go, you're not going to be happy unless you, unless Mm -hmm. you, you know. A lot of times people take spiritual principle in general, and I've done it myself, and all of a sudden be like, I should be meditating, I should be running, I should, because <laughs> I know that's going to make me feel good. And then I go, oh, well, that's not how to do it. And you said something really pivotal, Max. You said ego. I mean, when we're coming from a place of our ego, I heard Sonia Choquette, and Sonia Choquette is, is, is someone I just absolutely love to pieces, and I always you don't do. know when... I want to be like her when I grow up, um, <laughs> whenever that is. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she said once, heart is where we create. Ego is not where we create. Yep. So, you know, yep. if we can come from a place of our heart and really ask ourselves the question, what do I really want from my heart, from my core? And sometimes yep. I'll even ask my clients to place their hand over their heart and take a couple of deep breaths and allow the answer to come. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You and I have so much the same. I feel the same way. And, you know, Sonia, this comes back to, you know, the new year and everything to sort of be with yourself differently. You know, mm-hmm. Sonia, one of the things that I really took from Sonia, because I took a few workshops with her, is that the natural process really comes from down in your gut, goes up, really. And if you know the chakra system, you understand yeah. this in a, in a way. But it starts there, goes up, and then and then you can voice it in your throat, and then you can visualize it, and then you use your intellect or your ego at the end. It's the last stop, not the first stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so that if we can think that in the new year to be like, okay, am I making my, my intellect the first stop, or is it my heart or my gut the first stop? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And if we're coming from our our head, nine times out of ten, we're coming from a place of our ego. Yeah. And so yeah. we need to be very cognizant of that. And the ego does have a place. I mean, oh, it sure definitely, does. you know, for sure. But I think that a lot of times we, we get to the, like, I don't want to hear the ego at all. But it's just like it needs its place. This time, mm-hmm. the continuum keeps putting the ego first. Sure. <laughs> so... 
so that I mean, that, I think that's a great way to find to find your theme and to and that's a good way I think to to do when you're writing your theme is to do exactly what you just said: put your hand on your heart or your gut, and then do the "What do I really want?" and then go. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's mm-hmm. the neat thing: when you do that kind of exercise, you you are coming from your most authentic self, and fear doesn't come from your heart. Fear mm-hmm. comes from your head. Yeah. And so we eradicate the opportunity for fear to to play a role. Yeah, you know that um, the I know we're getting a little off topic, but the. Um, the only thing scientifically, the only thing that we are that human beings are afraid of is loud noises and falling. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, scientifically, they've proved that really the only thing that we really fear mm-hmm. is loud noises and falling. Excellent. And so, when you think about that, think about all these other fears we have. They must be coming from our head and our ego, not from our our base chakra that's trying to keep us alive. Absolutely, and I think that goes back to the point of the, you know, the conversation that, that you wanted to have today around, you know, how do we want to be in 2010? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fear does stand in the way, uh, oftentimes, of us really being who we want to be. And, uh, you know, I, I learned something very interesting about fear as, as I've gone on my journey. Um, fear only lives in the past and in the, pre- and in the future, not in the present moment. And, you know, when I said fear comes from the head, it's true. And and they did a scientific study around fear as well, to speak to your point. Um, when you think about it, the brain can't think positive and negative thoughts at the same time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if if we're getting out of our head and into our heart and thinking about all those things that come from our heart, we're eradicating that fear so that we can yeah. show up and be the way we need For to be sure. in 2010. Yeah, yeah. So is there, um, I, I agree completely with you, I can't, you know, I, I have two tattoos on my, on my forearms, one says fear and one says love, mm, mm. to sort of remind me all the time, where am I coming from, okay, mm-hmm. I'm fearful, it's okay, mm-hmm. come back to your love, come back to your place, you know, come back mm-hmm. to the real self. So is there, are there any other kinds of um, techniques or things that you'd like to, you know, impart for people that you think that will just sort of shoot them off in a, in a good, positive way for the new year? Oh, sure. I'd love to impart a couple of things. I mean, there are many things sure. we can do. Um, I and I, I'm happy to offer a few suggestions and encourage your listeners to maybe pick the suggestion or su- suggestions that resonate most. Even, yeah. if, even if you just do one thing consistently, consistently keyword being consistently, um, yeah. that one thing would, would impact, your, impact your year. So, you know, um, remembering we all have the power to choose. And when we were talking about being, we have the power to choose our words, our actions, our behaviors, and how we wish to show up in the world. We really honestly do. And so what's even better about that, when we create awareness, we create even more power for us to choose from um, because from awareness comes choice. Yeah. So I often ask my clients to think, to ask themselves a question in the morning when they get up. What do I choose for myself today? Hmm. Or who do I choose to be today? Because they're creating awareness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's a really good, very simple, simple but very powerful thing to mm-hmm. do before you even, uh, before even I tell my clients before you even get out of bed, just try mm-hmm. that before your your feet hit the ground. Sort mm-hmm. of a similar mm-hmm. kind of thing because it just shifts you a little bit. That's a great Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Absolutely. And along those lines, 
um, you know, copying an attitude of gratitude. I do a little exercise every morning before my feet actually do hit hit the ground, actually before my head lifts off the pillow. And I do it before I wake up and get out of bed and before I go to sleep at night. And that's to, to list all the things I'm most grateful for. So I'm taking mm-hmm. stock of everything that I'm grateful for, everything that happened during the day that I'm grateful for. What that does is that puts me in a positive frame of mind before I go to sleep and when I wake up in the morning. And doing that also helps me to see the positive potential during the day. Yeah, yeah. And let me be less fearful. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, when you're focusing on that, you know, and, and basic law of attraction says mm-hmm. that that's what's going to start happening and start you're going to start manifesting those kinds of experiences in your life, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people do that. Um, I was just reading one of my um, friends on Facebook. She was she was saying that she was just going through her accomplishments of 2009, and she was blown away about how many things she's accomplished. She she had never mm-hmm. realized how it's sort of that same idea that mm-hmm. taking stock, taking stock, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's an important point too, Max, because we don't, if you think about it, we don't take stock of the good things we do on a regular basis. We kind of move from one thing to the next without really acknowledging ourselves. Um, and so, you know, another another suggestion would be create what I like to call a woohoo notebook. <laughs> and that's <laughs> where you, you capture every day at least two things that you felt you did that were good, whether that was mm-hmm. opening the door for a perfect stranger or um, a task that you completed. Um, and write it down. And then at the end of the week, make Make an effort to read back over everything you wrote down. That also helps raise your energy level and your vibrations. So. For sure. Another I love that idea. So woohoo journal. I'm gonna start I'm gonna start that. You know, a lot of times for me and a lot of people I know they, they write things down, but I, I'm a big believer in, you know, sort of um things are, are when you get things going, you know, on a certain level by writing things down that's a great start. But a lot of times the missing piece is exactly what you said, and I have problems with, is going over it and taking the time to take mm-hmm. stock of what it was because Absolutely. it sort of firms it up. I don't know. What do you think? There's something about it. it when you go over it, it does something to you. Well, it does. It does. I mean, first of all, you're putting it down on paper, so you're starting the cementing process, I like to call it, and then you're mm-hmm. truly cementing it in place when you reread it. Um, and, you know, it doesn't have to be an, an expensive journal. It can be a 99-cent pocket notebook that you can carry yeah. around with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But making that yeah. effort is important. I love that. I love yeah. that. That's another good one. Cool. You got any other good ones? Heck, yeah. I got a, load, okay. a boatload of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's important to, to, to make an effort to eradicate the stinking thinking. You know, nine out of ten people don't even notice our imperfections until we point them out. Mm. So we have to remember we all have imperfections. That's what really makes us unique and wonderful. And so if we can embrace them or choose to change them rather than point them out, I think that's that's important. That's yeah. important. You know, and to refer back to, to our favorite person, Sonia, I mean, I was listening to, to her speak um, one day, and she mentioned our subconscious. You know, our subconscious basically serves as that yes person. So anything we tell our subconscious, it's going to agree with us. So if we tell our subconscious we're stupid, our subconscious is going to come back and go, yes, yes, you are stupid. Um, If we tell our subconscious that we're beautiful, it's going to come back and say, yes, yes, you are beautiful. So I think it's important to be cognizant of the things we feed our subconscious and to make an effort 
to eradicate the stinking thinking. And I'll often do um, something with my clients because I found out it takes 21 days to form a habit. It also takes 21 days to break that habit. So in terms of eradicating the stinking thinking, I'll have them get a bracelet, a rubber bracelet, like, you know, the Lance Armstrong bracelets, the yellow bracelets that people were wearing, and put it on a, on one wrist. And for every day you can go without saying something self-deprecating, you get to keep it on that wrist. And the goal is to keep that bracelet on the same wrist for 21 days. Yeah. Now, here's the kicker. If you say something self-deprecating or negative about yourself, you have to take that bracelet off your wrist and put it on the opposite wrist and start over again until you can keep it in place for 21 days. I love that. That's awesome. And it's so, well, you know, in a a way it can sound really easy, but, you know, it's that that idea of being cognizant of what what your subconscious is saying, you know, and just making yourself be conscious of it. And boy, oh boy, it's tough. You know, Michael Loger, you know, Michael Loger, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, he talks about that too, and he and a little bit about that, about eliminating no. Any kind of way you could say no, you, uh-huh. you're not allowed to do it. And if you do, you have to start all over again. So this yeah. is a great, great tool to, to do that because the more no's you have in your life, the more you're stopping yourself on some level. Absolutely. Absolutely. And remember, from awareness comes choice, so you're creating the awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. From awareness comes choice. Yeah, you bet. And the other thing I suggest people do is take the time to take stock of the tolerations you have in your life. You know, Mm -hmm. tolerations are those little annoyances we have, like the squeaky door, the lamp next to the bedside uh, that's burnt out, uh, the messy car, the messy desk. You know, all those things, when alone, may not create energy drains, but together really do zap our energy. And so take stock of the tolerations and see what's blocking your energy flow. Right. I think that's important, too. If we're, mm-hmm. you know, We need to create space for the good stuff to come in because the universe works on a vacuum, as, as we've all been told, any of us who've followed the law of attraction. So it's going to mm-hmm. fill the space that we create. Yeah. And would you suggest doing the um, the tolerations in the same way you sort of do the lists? Yeah, I actually would. Um, and, you know, take it in bite-sized pieces uh, um, because that's really important. So once you get your list of tolerations together, take a look at what I, what I suggest is take a look at those tolerations and look for the ones that are pivotal. And what I mean by pivotal is those are the ones that if you remove that one pivotal toleration with it will go two or three. So look mm. for those first. Like a domino. Um, yeah, like a domino. If you have tolerations on your list that are rather big tolerations, break them down into bite-sized pieces so you're not overwhelming yourself. Um, I'll often recommend to my clients, if you've got big tolerations, maybe set an egg timer or a regular timer for 15 minutes and make a commitment for that 15 minutes to work on that toleration. Mm. And focus mm-hmm. on just that toleration, removing all other distractions. So not answering your phone, not answering your email for 15 minutes. It's amazing what okay. you can do in 15 minutes. I know. Doesn't that blow you away? The things that you, mm-hmm. you push away, push off, push off, push off for so long, when you actually do them, you're like, that took me two minutes. What the heck was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it becomes this monster in your head. You're like, damn it, I should have done this three months ago. 
<laughs> you bet. You bet. Totally. That's really, I think that that's really valuable because, and taking the, the, the chunks and the little steps because I think that sometimes when people start listing their, their tolerations, they get like, wow, this is overwhelming. I'm really tolerating a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. Yeah, use it as an opportunity to create space as opposed to looking at it as, oh, my God, look what I'm tolerating. Yeah, great. Oh my goodness, we're we're almost out of time. Can you believe oh that? Oh my goodness, we are. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I want to make sure that everyone knows. Uh, first of all, I think that there was you know a plethora of things that we we covered here, and I think that hopefully people can take away stuff. And I want to make sure that everyone knows how to get in touch with you and your website mm-hmm. and all of that stuff, Pam. So where do where where will people contact you? Uh, well, they can contact me. Contact me at Pam at whatswithinyou.com. That's W-H-A-T-S-W-I-T-H-I-N, the letter U.com. And my website is whatswithinyou.com as well. Um, and there's all sorts of different things there that they can poke around and look at and, and access. Yeah. Um, Pam's got a great website. There's a lot of different things that, that you just give away, which I love. So. Thank you, dear. Appreciate it. <laughs> great. So you know what? Um, I would love to have you on the show again to, to talk about something else if you would be willing to come back on. Would love it. Would absolutely love it. So thank you very much for the opportunity. Absolutely. Oh, you're so welcome. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And um, as I say every week, I pray that love will guide you this week. And I won't have a show next week, but the week after, I will have a show on Monday. And you can always listen to the shows in the archive section on um, the Blog Talk Radio. So um, have a great day, Pam. You too. You too, Max. Thanks so much, and Happy New Year, everyone. Oh, Happy New Year. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.